A.K.A. Frankie Grimes. It's your boy, Fly Fonzarelli. You are now listening to the Fact Check Podcast, even though you were supposed to do the intro this week. T.I. <laughs> <laughs> clearly won that fucking battle. But you are listening to the Fact Check Podcast. Next this three is, OB. I got you. Uh, this is episode 23, the Michael Jordan episode. You yep. feel me? Fucking, um, Go LeBron, however you want to kick it. Yeah, however you want to kick it. Go ahead, go ahead. Get your feelings, y'all. Fucking... Uh, <laughs> I don't really need it right now. Oh, uh, yo, because I've been... been Wife we, went we, to, the, uh, to the joint uh, Yeah, we both fucked up in this bitch. I wish y'all could see, nigga. Shout out to the uh, YouTube audience, you know what I mean? Yo. Gang, gang. Um, I know I'm late <laughs> reco- uh, uploading episode 22 to the YouTube, but it's still a work in progress. I My laptop that we record this on is um, very... Uh, almost to the max maxed yo. out for the memory. So when I try to do video shit on there, it's super it's, fucking yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah. So I've been mind. trying to find a program on this, and my nigga, you would be amazed at the lack of video editing video editing software. Was that a Chromebook? Or yeah, yo, I'm so mad Chromebook I had this show? shit. Like, yo. I had one of them back in the day, yo. And it's I was fucking like, useless. It's really just for you to go online with. Yeah, bro. Other than that, it's like a tablet with a keyboard. Yes, yo. I'm so <laughs> pissed. At, like, when I, when I originally bought this, I thought it was a laptop. Because I had no saw, knowledge you saw of the price. Yeah. And you see the number on it, yeah. and you're like, ooh, I can get a laptop. That that was what made me the first time. Like, I got it, and it was so cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when they back, when they was calling them netbooks? They had yeah. the little small ones. I bought one of them. I'm thinking, all right, cool. I can, this was back when, what was it, Ustream? Mm-hmm. Before all of the, yeah, yeah Ustream. Ustream. So we thinking, all right, we can at least use this shit for Ustream or something. Shit couldn't even do that, bro. Man, like, I can barely even zoom on this. Yeah, bitch, like... Remember when we was trying? Um, you was trying. Oh, you was trying from this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. See what I what I had to do was um, I had to have both of them on. Yeah. But it was like you had I had to run the audio. Yeah, you had to run like an aux cord from this to that. Fucking nuts, yo. Fuck all that geek talk right now, yeah. though. Um, this shit is streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Starting early, man. Google Podcast, Player FM, TuneIn app, Podbean, Podomatic, and wherever else you're funky, drunk ass, get your motherfucking podcast. Make sure you check out www.factcheckpodcast.com. Has all the all the latest podcasts, all the playlists are on there. Um, like I said, this is episode 23, playlist 20. We out here doing big things, yo. Um, 20 playlists deep, man. 20, actually 21 if you count the tip and 50 cents. Yeah. Shit. 
Hello. Hey, baby. What's up? Yeah, I'm home all day. I'm recording my podcast right now, though. What time are you talking about? I was going to come now, but I can wait and come No, no, no. Come now. Come. You can come now, because Ashley's still here. Okay. All right. So, I had um, drill parts to give you an idea how long it take me to get there. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Um, we got a... Jam-packed show for you guys today. Man, man, a lot of shit. Happened. A lot of shit to talk about. This, um, just so y'all niggas know, fact check, man. All we talk about here is hip hop culture, the latest news in hip hop culture. We do get into sports sometimes. Sometimes we get into social issues, but mainly we just care about the fucking raps and the music and shit and these funny ass stories. We try to make light of it, give you some levity in your fucking life. This is not the serious podcast, yo. Yeah, man, I don't have to take me too serious. Yeah, man, this man. is not a news podcast. We don't break news here. We look up shit on the internet, and we read it to you. We try to separate the facts from the bullshit. And we try to just give you facts, yo. Now, sometimes our personal views might conflict with these, but we try not to let our personal views dictate how we put this content out. That nigga's got on 750s, bro. Yo, you really have to work on your attention span. No, I'm listening, but I just happened to glance over. You always make a comment about (laughs) some shit. (laughs) All right. um, So let's go ahead and kick this shit off with... um, Nicholas, man. Nick Cannon, yo. Um, Basically, he made some anti-Semitic comments. And we all know that when you're in the entertainment industry, that is the last thing you can fucking do. Because... This is going to sound so dumb coming from me, but I find it funny that when you make anti-Semitic comments, you get in trouble for it from the same people that the comments are about. You see what I'm saying? Because the comments are true, but it's just triggering for them. So to say that Jewish people don't have a big hand in Hollywood would be absurd. To say Jewish people don't have a big hand in the banking industry would be absurd. But the fact that a black man can't make these comments is kind of bewildering to me. I'm not going to lie to you. I do understand the sentiment and why it's an issue. Believe me, I really do get that. But I feel like for the, the temperature of the time right now, for him to get dragged by Viacom... Was yeah, that's kind of ridiculous to me. Like he's on his podcast. Yeah, and that's, that's his platform. That he didn't do this shit on Viacom. It was, it's like, yo, this is YouTube. This is his shit. He pays for it. Only people that I can say, I guess, could really have an issue with it because doesn't he film that at Howard or something? Like, uh, possibly. Like, so they've like that's like the only group of people. I feel like should have a, but even if it's not filmed there, they can't even have an issue with it. Like, well, I get what you're saying. Like, I, like you said, I get why it's triggering. Yeah. Like, I understand. Like, yeah. But same token for Viacom to fire him, that's on his platform. It's not on y'all's. It's not like he's bringing that to y'all platform. Like, I think they really wanted to get wilding out the fuck yeah. out of here for the I don't even think, time. you know, they own it. So it's like, he that's doesn't their own their IP? It. Like yeah, it's like as he was talking about, he wants to, he wants his, he wants wilding out, 
and all of that. Like, bro, how you had Wildin' Out this long and you who you are with the money you got and you don't own that? Well, it's not his IP. Like, that's the thing that remember, kills me. Remember when all that Barstool shit was going on? One thing I really um, if it's not paid attention IP, to was, yeah, they they like, went and got them bitches. So it was like, was they got... They, and then put they, them in that. In the contract, it says this is ours. This is our IP. Like the IP is one hundred percent ours. You so can't like, do shit they, with this. Viacom is fine. Just want just have the show and pick him for it. It's quite possible. Like because I, I really see that being the case here. Because if that's the case, he came up with it. He should be able to take it any way he wants. Well, that's how you know it. He <laughs> didn't come up with it because it's like Puff the told IP. him he come to revolt. Like Puff mm-hmm. was like, "Yo, come to revolt. It's all black owned over here." But if you don't own that shit, you can't take it nowhere. And then you can't do something similar. Right. Because you fucking with IP and shit then. You, you know, know the I mean? worst part about this shit that's fucked up for me. Like, it's fucked up for me to even be thinking. Mm. I told niggas, like, it's going to be a lot of niggas. Like, when Wild and Out, it's a lot of people losing their jobs because of oh, this yeah. shit. Like. Well, here's the thing. He's fired. They didn't say the show was canceled. That's true. They just going to get another fucking host. <coughs> but is it going to be the same? I don't watch Wild and Out myself. Like, I seen one meme that said it's not going to really. be Ryan Seacrest and shit. I seen one with Gary Owen. Gary Owen. Gary was like, yeah, yo, like, he like, I'm just letting y'all know it's going to be the white squad and the blue squad. He like, it's going to be all the members in NSYNC except oh, Justin Timberlake because yeah. he wanted too much money. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not even like the biggest Wild and Out fan. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like over time, like back when it first came out, it was like, I watched it. Mm-hmm. It seems like more and more throughout time, it's kind of like with anything with Nick, yeah. the longer Nick has something and keeps going with it, it gets cornier and cornier to me. Right, right. So I stopped watching it. Even when he started throwing like Hitman, Conceited, mm-hmm. and clips on there, I'm like, all right, we we clearly, you got these dudes trying to do the jokes and shit. You clearly got them on here for the battles, mm-hmm. like because that's what they do. So I respect it for that. You bring in the battle culture, some names that niggas know from the battle culture to the spotlight, but you don't have, like, you got these dudes on here trying to be comedians and shit. Yeah. But there's a lot of people I can say he helped out with that shit because you got to think 85 South, uh, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and what's a uh, DC Young Fly? Uh-huh. Ain't that their shit together? Yeah. Like, I don't know if DC Young Fly is a part of 85 South or he not. Is. is he is, so you got that. Like, it's helped a lot of people out because DC Young Fly was a nigga that was on it, just Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's helped a lot of them people transition from the internet and they're actually doing actual for real TV and comedy and shit. But this shit just fucked up. It's gonna well, be this one tweet he had was real um, alarming. The second one, the, the, the one he was talking about his own people. Yeah, he says, "quote uh, I hurt an entire community and it pained me to my core. I thought it couldn't get any worse." Then I watched my own community turn on me and call me a sellout for apologizing. Right. Unquote. That's so fucked up, yo. I really felt bad for him when I read that, son. It's like, it's fucked up, but you can't be on there talking this, black people this, black people that. But this the and thing. And then backpedal. Like, he didn't really backpedal. I don't think he necessarily backpedaled, but he, I think he didn't understand the gravity of, what he, of what he was saying when he said it. And I think we just in that era now where niggas is like, yo, if you say some shit, stand on it. Yeah. So it's Either that like- <laughs> or you got to play that, that, that shit where you like, I meant what I said and I'm not going back on it, but I apologize if your right. feelings are exactly. hurt Exactly. He didn't it. even carry it like that. Yeah. He just carried, he just all the way brought it back. Like, and I think that's where niggas was like, 
But when you look into that shit that they were talking about, it's this book or whatever, whatever, it's fucking absurd shit in there, dude. Like, they're talking about some wild ass shit. So, um, I don't know. It, it seems like Nick Cannon has just wanted to be accepted by black people for the longest. And them corny ass movies ain't doing no justice. That the way he came up off of Nickelodeon, it's like he was doomed from the jump. And then when you see him on like America's Got Talent, you're like, oh, that's fucking. I remember when he had was it the leopard print hair. I was like, yo, that was the type of shit to me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? like countless rap classics like Gigolo, you know. Um, he's he's been he's contributed a lot to the culture. Yeah, yo, like that's why like we had that talk a few few episodes back where it was like, nah, I gotta put some respect on Nick name. Yeah, like, man. But he just does too much, yo. Way and I think much. that's always been the turnoff for me. Like, Nick will be doing so good. Like, Nick has been on this path for the past few years, yo, where it was no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he seems like just him personally, he got to be like, no, I got to throw a wrench in this shit. Nick always, he was just cool. Nigga's like, yo, he wilding out. Remember he had the whole shit, was it CBS or ABC or one of them stations? Was, was it NBC when he got a, that was America's Got Talent, right? When he... Did his yeah. Netflix special. I, if it's not NBC or CBS or ABC. Like, because the, the, the stand-up special was even pretty decent. And niggas was, I was like, oh, for this to be Nick. Well, that's how he started, right? Nah. Yeah. I remember he came out on Nickelodeon. Yeah, but he got found doing stand-up. Did he? Yeah. How old is Nick? Nick is our age. All right. Because I'm like, when I saw the stand-up, I'm like, he, he on his Steve Harvey shit. I get it. You feel what I'm saying? That's why if you notice... Industry niggas fuck with y'all. Yeah. It's like just like the rappers and shit that don't really fuck with you. Oh, y'all. yeah, like the, the power, the the people that are important fuck with niggas. Yeah. Damn, I ain't know you was B-Game. Huh? In his yeah. teenage years, he was affiliated with the Lincoln Park Bloods, nigga. Because he's from what, Richmond, California? Yeah. Uh, so I can see that. That might have been why Tax was fucking with him. Nah, nah. All right, I'm thinking about somebody else. I think I'm thinking about the little nigga with the braids. Hmm? Whatever. Little black nigga with the braids from back in the day and shit. Um, Had the show with the puppets. I want to say Lil Ricky or some shit like that. I forget. I don't know. But he had the show with the puppets. You remember that shit? All right, so uh, shout out to Nick Cannon. Hope that yeah, works man. out for you. Uh, buddy, but it looks like he's sitting like, down with a rabbi. You know, he got an episode coming out with a with a rabbi. Yeah, yeah, because that's gonna fix everything. I forgot the rabbi's name. He was on TMZ. Is he a real rabbi? Yeah, yeah. like they basically like they gonna sit down. Supposed to be sitting down. Like the, he said, the rabbi was basically saying he he broke down to Nick why the shit was like so offensive and all of that type stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like what you were saying before we before we started recording. He basically broke it down to him like that. And those are the Hasidic Jews, right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, man. Crazy time. Crazy time. I want to um, play a little intro song for this next topic. <laughs> I think it's very fitting. It's for you, Meg. 
know your feet hurt right now, boo. Them shots, bitch. So, in the news. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm pretty sure all y'all done heard about the fucking Tory Lanes and Megan the Stallion incident. Um, not a lot of details have come out, but the details that have come out are very conflicting and very interesting, yo. So, because um, when did this shit happen? Like last week? I weekend? know I was at work. Was this last week? This happened happen? on a Sunday. Sunday night. So this shit just been spilling out. So it would have been like Monday morning. Excuse me. A couple days before that is when that um, video leaked with him, her, and Kylie Jenner in the hot tub. See, I didn't see that. I keep hearing about that. Number one, why are you in a hot tub in a pandemic? Yeah. Number two, why are niggas still throwing parties? In Yo, so I'll be listening to um No Jumper real heavy. Yeah. And he's got the joint that No Jumper show with a dude named Lil House Phone that be on there. Yeah, the news joint. Yeah, so Lil House Phone is him and another dude named A D. Yeah. They be talking about it. They was like, Yo, that's all the fuck's been going on in LA yeah. while this corona shit's been going on. Niggas are renting Airbnb like the mansions and throwing wild ass fucking house. And they parties. all rent the same Airbnb. Right. It's like it's like the same cup like Shit's weird. So motherfuckers just been throwing house parties through, through this whole pandemic. Did you listen to the one about um, homeboys stopping the robbery and shit? Yes, that's yeah, the most recent one. To that the other shit, day, so he had to go outside with the niggas and was like, <laughs> "He said the nah. niggas had tape chains." <laughs> he said, "Yo, the fact that he just got up and went outside with them when they realized who they recognized him, they like, oh, he like, come on, yo, let me do this. Yeah. He like, nah, bro, then they gonna think I set him up." <laughs> Alright, so I'm taking this from uh, page six, bitch ass, because I refuse to read anything off of TMZ. I'm mad I even just said their name on my platform. I think um, I said it a little while ago, too. Man, fuck them. Fucking uh, Tory Lanez, whose real name is Daystar, Daystar Peterson, was the person who allegedly shot Megan Thee Stallion following a dispute inside his vehicle Sunday morning. Tory fired the shots from within the vehicle while Megan was outside trying to leave. There's a video of the police. There's a video, and the police are investigating. This is a case of a man physically harming and abusing a woman. A spokesperson for LAPD would not confirm whether there was a video submitted to the investigation, adding that any videos would not be released until the case goes to court in order to protect the integrity of the case. The detectives are seeking information regarding the shooting involving Daystar Peterson. And the investigation is still ongoing. I'm not privileged to what the detectives have right now, says the spokeswoman. On Saturday night, Megan, 25, shared on Instagram Live that she was hanging out with Kylie Jenner and Tory Lanez, 27, in a pool just hours before police responded to a shots shots fired call outside of Hollywood Hills around 4.30 a.m. Niggas wildin' in the hills, man. LAPD has requested more information about the incident. Police arrested Lane Sunday morning when they pulled over his SUV moments after the incident on gun possession charges. The rapper posted 35,000 bail and was released at 10.05 a.m. <laughs> That's amazing. Six hours in jail. Imagine if that was us. We'd been that yeah. bitch at least two days. He is scheduled to appear in court October 13th. Damn, he gotta go to court till October on a gun charge? For shooting a nigga. 
Megan's best friend, who was also in the vehicle, denied she was the one who shot, shot her. Megan. Yeah, they were trying to say she shot her. Oh. I seen that shit when I was reading about it. Ooh. That might be a play by the lawyers. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Huh, Meg got the beefing in the car. Megan's music producer, Lil Jew, has sent out a series of tweets that appear to condemn Lanza's role in the incident. In the now-deleted tweet, he wrote, quote, Tory Lanez, count your fucking days, unquote. That is a terroristic threat. Yo, on the topic with Meg, so you yeah. know Carl Crawford? Yeah. So You think he smashed? Nah, do you know who he's married to? Used to be married uh, to fucking uh, Evelyn from basketball. He, I don't think he was married to her. Hmm. I, don't, I, know they were, I don't know if they were married or not, but Evelyn from it. basketball wise. Yeah, I could believe it. I was like, damn, I used to watch her show and never even put two and two together that mm-hmm. that was Carl Crawford. Yeah. Like, cause he, her husband, her, he played baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, and I never even put two and two together. Like, weird as shit, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo, this. Tori, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Why you running around LA with a gun? Like, I get it, like, because, what's her name, uh, be out there getting them house parties robbed. Selena uh, Powell. Nah, not Selena Powell. What's uh, Rich the Kid, Bay Moms, Tory Bricks. Is I, that her name? I heard of this. You never heard of the chick Tory Bricks, so Tory Bricks, they was talking about it on Joe shit. One time, her house supposed to got robbed, niggas ran in her house, robbed Rich the Kid. Like, it seems like yo, they like yo mad shit where she be at. Got you. Gets... So they like, yo. That's probably the, <laughs> probably the best I was with Tiger that one time. So it's probably like, yo, Tory might, Tory probably on some, yo, I know how these house parties get out here. Mm-hmm. Niggas running up in these joints. Let me take my shit just in case. But at the same time, once you get to a certain level of success, you shouldn't be nowhere where you need to take a gun. You just take your security. Just take your fucking security. And where was Meg's security? Exactly. This shit seems just too weird. Y'all aren't running around, especially going to Kylie Jenner's house or her pool party or whatever. I don't think it was her pool Wherever party. y'all at with Kylie, y'all not going to the old spot. I'm sure Kylie Jenner has security there. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so where was y'all security? Like, y'all niggas can't move around. Niggas got to understand, yo, once you, once you, it's like you're an asset to this company. You make millions of dollars. You For need something to be, to be so public. There's very little information about right. this. That's what's alarming to me. Like, okay, we don't even know how many times she got shot in the foot. That's what I was really thinking. <laughs> because the video I shot now, my homie tells me a different story. He says he can see blood. No, nah, the one I saw, she's stepping out of the car when the police pull him over. Yeah, that's the one I seen. she's stepping and you see the, like, the blood coming out of her foot okay. every time she steps. I didn't see that. So you was like, at first I watched it and didn't see it. Yeah. Well... That that company that we won't name. When I was watching it this morning, like four or something, yeah. you could see her. Hey, once they said it, and you see her step every step you take, you see like a little mark okay. under her foot. So I was like, all right, but something was wrong G, with her foot, but it how, wasn't like gushing out or nothing like that. How big does your foot have to be to get shot multiple times? And then if you get I thought it was shot, something in her leg too or some if shit. If you get like shot that. multiple times in the foot, I don't think you're gonna be walking. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Now I was thinking. Maybe he shot. Did it ricochet and, and it might have ricocheted, or, something? or he, some glass got busted? That's what I'm like because they were saying, like I said, the initial reports I saw when I read the little joints was saying she stepped on some glass. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
And no. that's when she came back and was like, I got shot. This was something done intentionally to hurt me. No. And I was like, oh. Let's get into the, the the big topic about this. What do you think they was arguing about? I think he wanted some pussy. And she was like, yeah. Oh. Tory Lane's out here pulling out guns because he ain't getting no pussy. Because he can't get no pussy from He's a wild individual. Well, he's part of that camp that, like I said a couple episodes ago... Raping bitches, you feel mm. me? I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows what go? I don't know what goes on out here. Like, cause you know Megan's not fucking him. Yeah, no, nah, not at all. You know all. what I mean? That little guy, he's like five two. Right, and that's the, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part. Like, I mean, that's that's the, that's the one joke I seen everybody saying. Like, damn, yo, next to Tori, she looked like she six six or some shit. Yo, that's probably what happened. He tried shoot a shot, and she was probably like, man, little ass boy. Get your little ass out of here, man. Yeah. I guess because yeah, money bag is like a tall dude. You're kind of tall. So, but if the uh, if there is another tape, I don't think there is another tape because I think it would have got leaked. I'm t- already. I think that the 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 person who's gonna tell who's gonna break this story wide open is the best friend. The that best was in friend. The cup. Yeah, we got to get her to talk, man. Until she talks, nobody's gonna know what the fuck is happening. And or I think until that's why that other video comes out. But even with that, I feel like it's going to be some surveillance So it's almost shit. like, but if it's her best friend mm. and Tori shot her, why is she not saying that? You feel what I'm saying? Why is she not standing on the Meg side of this shit going, yeah, yeah he, shot my, he shot my friend. All that she's saying is, I wasn't the one that shot. Yeah. What if that bitch shot herself? Hmm. She was in the car playing with the gun. Yep. Tori let her hold the gun. I could, I could see that. And he like, give me the gun back, bitch. Give me the gun back. Bow, bow. The police come and give, like, they probably saw the cops. was like, give me the fucking gun. Because <laughs> how is it that you shot outside of the house in the Hollywood Hills, right? You're outside the house. Mm-hmm. So you're just shooting in the street. And you get to drive off. And they caught you. Right. Nah, bro. Like, in them type of neighborhoods in the Hollywood Hills, there's police that are in the neighborhood already. Well... On remember, House Phone and AD said the reason why they robbed them shits out there is because it takes the police so long to get out there. Uh, I'm guessing. I'm thinking. I'm, maybe I'm thinking like the gated communities. Like yeah. I know in most of them gated communities, they'll have a cop that just rides around. Right, right, that right, community right. The whole. So when something happens, mm-hmm. he's there. So maybe they not in a necessarily gated community. Maybe they just in the hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, it might take them a minute to get up there. Like you said, bro, this shit, like, I didn't realize until you said this, but this shit just don't add up. Bro. Nothing adds up in this story. It just seems, it all seems like either they trying to get Tory the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. or it's like a rollout for Meg for some, a rollout for him and or for Meg. Maybe they got a single coming out. Like, maybe Tory's about to drop some super gangster shit. Like, this who is knows? An, this is another thing that's troubling to me. Nobody's talking about Tory Lanez here. They'll talk they're about joke, Meg. They're joking about him. But right. they're not condemning him for supposedly shooting a black woman. You know what I mean? Like all I heard, like Joe and them was like, all right, Tori, like you can't shoot Meg, yo. But he probably <laughs> he probably really knows what happened because him and Tori talk. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm like, this shit's just all of it's too weird, yo. It doesn't This shit ain't something don't sound. This shit seems like some concocted made up yo, shit, bro. Fonzie, I promise you, if this if this <laughs> If this podcast gets to the point where I think it could get and we, you know, get a little buzz off this shit, 
I promise you, I will never become friends with these industry niggas because <laughs> yeah. I am not the nigga to hold, have this kind of information, and I can't talk yeah, about that. Yeah, because shit. like you tell I me, I think that shit is so corny. If I find that shit out, like, let me find out. Like, that's why I like a no jumper because even though he's cool with them niggas, Adam he'll don't tell give that a shit. Fuck, yo, he don't. I, I really think he don't like them niggas. But like he, I think Adam is the prime example of a person that understands his lane and will do whatever he can to just. You know, keep content in his fucking so lane. Like, you don't care about them that niggas, shit, yo. Like, this whole shit just seems... It's like I said, like, Joe and them was joking about it too much. And yeah, he kept and for saying, the, the shit they've been on recently, this, this should have been one of like, them topics. Yo, I'm cool with both of them. Mm-hmm. So he like... That's why I'm like, you cool with both of them. You joking way too much about it, yeah. Which lets me know you know something about yeah, this shit. Yeah, because any other serious you, thing, he like don't even talk about. Or like this, he won't it's even say like, Gilly name. You know what I'm saying? Like fuck out of here. So it's like, because it's not even like him and Tori are like real cool. Like yeah. been cool before Tori blew up. Yeah. Because they've been advocates for Tori. So and the fact that you've built a relationship with Meg since she been out, mm-hmm. like that lets me know that he knows more than he's saying. So. Yeah, we we got our eyes on this shit though, but um, like Fonzie said, this shit just don't fucking add up, man. I don't know what them niggas up to, man. Out L.A., man. Um, here's a uh, you know, Tory. Tory's like independent now, so he's supposedly he needs shit in the mix. No, he's not supposed to be independent. Um, did you see this Tiana Taylor and uh Miki Blanco shit? Nah. All right, so Miki Blanco has aired her grievances over an unpaid feature from Tiana Taylor's 2008 album, Keep That Same Energy, after Blanco detailed ongoing struggles to get compensation for a guest appearance Mickey on Blanco. WTP. What is that? I don't know. Taylor. WTP, that's a song? Yeah. Taylor told Kanye West and Universal Music to handle the situation and leave her out of it. Um, so basically they just been going back and forth on Twitter and, um, basically what happened is this person, Mickey Blanco was put on the track by Kanye. Tiana had somebody else she wanted on the track, but since Kanye is the head of the label, he kind of supersedes her when it comes to decision making and shit and put the, uh, the person on the song and they never paid him. So this, and keep in mind, this from two years ago. So I guess whatever, um, the the Blanco person is positioning it like we can't perform right now. I'm not getting no shows. I need I some fuck. Bread. I need my money. But the thing about this shit comes always with it comes to features and shit. Y'all tell niggas that shit all comes down to paperwork. Is your paperwork right? Who's your fucking lawyer? Right. Like, do you are you even registered with ASCAP or BMI mm-hmm. or one of these places to even collect royalties? Like, the thing is, like at the end of the day, as a nobody that people don't know about. Or a name that people don't know, for you to be on an album that is a Tiana Taylor album, Kanye's executive producing it, you know you're not getting shit up front. Right. So if your paperwork and shit ain't set up right for you to get anything on the back end, you're not gonna get nothing. And whose fault is that? Hers. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm registered with ASCAP, so if I if I record, I don't care who it is. Yo, sign it, fill this out, yo. Let me see that split sheet real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me get my name on that. Some fucking codes, nigga. Like, I, I, shit. I ain't making a lot of money. I got a couple cent off some shit and somebody play some of my shit overseas. So, like, I know hey, I gave you a couple plays, dude. I ain't, I ain't, you know, I ain't for that shit. I want my back end. I don't care about what we get up front. I want the, 
the money that's going all because if you as long as you got your publishing and you own it, you're getting money forever. But see, this all goes back to the fact of owning your own shit and being able to make your own fucking decisions. If you weren't signed to another nigga, that other nigga wouldn't be able to make that move. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. That's my shit. Alright, what else we got? Um, apparently, Benny is going to drop Tana Talk 4 and 5 as a double disc. And he's got the tape with uh, the BSF Gangsta Grills yeah, coming, coming out. Soon. I think he has a tape with um, Harry Frog coming soon. Too. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> When's Conway's album dropping? <laughs> July 7th. <laughs> Today is the 17th. No, hell no. Today is the 18th, bro. <laughs> no, no. Because I know they changed the name of it, too. Did they? Yeah. It was supposed to be um, From God to a King or some shit like that. Yeah. And now it's some other shit. Oh, no, it's still From God to a King. Or From King to a God. Yo, wait a minute. Consequence has a fucking song with Conway. Nah, That's it's coming soon because he just dropped the track list, yo. And I think about the name of the song with Consequence and Conway. The context is called Complex Con. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And I had to think about why y'all call it that, and I was like, Conway, Consequence, alright. That's Complex a clip. Con. That's a, that's a clip, slick little play on words right there. They did. Maybe Gum posted that shit. Yo, that nigga Young Thug has a fucking like Native American blanket on as a jacket. They show him again. Fuck this shit. It's that man. shit with him and Usher. All right, bro. Um, we got thirty-five. All right. Uh, next up, we got this Migo situation with their fucking lawyer. Um, basically, Migos um, filed court documents um, in California Superior Court on Wednesday, July 15th, accusing attorney Damian Granderson of taking excessive fees from the group without a written agreement. The lawsuit, which names Granderson's current law firm, Granderson de Rochers, and his prior, prior firm, Shapiro, claims the attorney robbed and cheated the Migos out of millions of dollars. The complaint also alleges that Granderson failed to disclose conflicts of interest that came about from Granderson representing Quality Control Music, the record label that the Migos are signed to. So in layman's terms, this lawyer represents the Migos, but he's also Quality Control's lawyer, which can get, that is definitely a conflict of interest. Who's a new bad boy? Because you got figures. Remember when Shine and all that shit happened with Shine and Puff? Mm. Shine's original lawyer was this, was somebody that was paid by Puff. And then he changed it? Right. That's why Shine went to jail. Because the lawyer was looking out for yeah, Puff's yeah. best interest. True. Uh, within the lawsuit, they say Granderson had been representing the Culture 2 rappers from the early days when they first formed the group. He also argue, argues that Granderson took advantage of Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff and saw them as easy targets to coax into one-sided deals that benefited Granderson and Granderson's high-priority client, Quality Control Music. Friedman adds that the Migos were unaware that Granderson represented QC, which posed a conflict of interest. How do you as, not know that? No, he's saying this is the lawyer 
they got now. Oh. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It says Migos were unaware that Granderson yeah, represented QC because they played him from the jump. Like, yo. They would have, they, yo, P and Coach K would have had to go to the lawyer and be like, don't tell them niggas you so really signed work for the, us. So you signed the QC. Mm-hmm. Um, you're managed by solid foundation management. Mm-hmm. And your lawyer's their lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's 360 shit. Yeah, it's a recipe for some fuckery. Yeah. Um, Freeman also says in the lawsuit that Granderson worsened the harm done to the trio by negotiate this shit is fucking crazy yo a 2018 amendment to the exclusive label agreement between qc and capital records this amendment resulted in an extension of the exclusive recording agreement between qc amigos which Granderson knew to contain terms that were un um unfavorable for the amigos yep. in the agreement Migos would be required to render services or make payments directly to Capitol Records if they were to cut ties with QC. The negotiation, however, did not offer a financial incentive for Migos to benefit from them rendering services to Capitol. So basically, if they leave QC, they got to pay back the advance directly to Capitol themselves. Yep. That's wicked. Coach K, man, and P. Dirty Evil geniuses, bro. Hold up, there's <laughs> there's more. Genius shit. There's more. Uh, Granderson effectively prevented his other client, Migos, from ever being free of paying excessive compensation to QC, from ever being signed to any other record label, and from ever obtaining negotiating leverage to secure reasonable terms in connection with distribution of its musical recording. So we know for a fact Migos don't own they fucking masters. This is one of them things like we were just talking about with Skipper, where if they was to leave, they wouldn't, you're not going to be able to push shit out for a minute. Migos' attorney shit sucks. says Granderson owes his clients the millions of dollars in fees he obtained from them. Additionally, the trio is suing for professional malpractice, breach of fiduciary duty, violation of California Business and Professions Code 6147 and 6148, which requires that contingency contingency fee agreements are made in writing, unjust enrichment, and declaratory relief. This is bananas, yo. They got they basically got put into a blender, man. They they took them young dude because you gotta think like yo, it's a lot of shit with them. Like Gucci even said it. Mm-hmm. He's like the niggas jewelry wasn't real when he first met them. Mm-hmm. Like they they had a, there was a little back and forth between them about that because he was like yo, first time he brought them to the studio, he's like Pee Wee and all them niggas was like kind of looking at them niggas like fuck is these niggas with these fake chains and shit on. Oh, shit. Like so Gucci gave them niggas like some of his jewelry. So they wouldn't be running around with fake chains. Wow, on. I never knew that. Like, yeah, Gucci like, is a solid nigga. Yeah. Like, so them niggas felt some type of way. Like when he said that, I want to say Offset felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. But it's like he just saying like, yo, like when them niggas didn't have, I, I looked out for them, so niggas wouldn't look at them differently. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. Them niggas even felt some type of way that he said that. But yeah. hey, this is a portion of our podcast that you have no business fucking listening to. So we're going to play some cold music Damn while we talk about some gangster shit. And we'll be right back. Damn, 
Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangster ass nigga plays his cards right. A real gangster ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth. Cause real gangster ass niggas don't start fights. Like I, this, I don't know how old this is, but it's almost like, yo, everybody down there fucks with the. Everybody's been in this fucking video. Oh, yeah. Trouble, yeah. Future, Quavo, T.I. Like. Yo, Trouble is the most, like, famous, not famous nigga. He is, yo. <laughs> he gets so much love down there. All right. Um, This week's. Fact Check Hall of Fame yep. is nominated by Fly Fonzarelli. Killer Cam. We are going to induct Sir Cameron Zeke Giles Cruz, born February 4th, 1976, better known by his stage name, Cameron. American rapper, record executive, and actor from East Harlem, New York, beginning his career in the mid-90s as Killer Cam. Giles signed to uh, Entertainment and released his first two studio albums, Confessions of Fire and Sports Drugs Entertainment in 98 and 2000, respectively. Um, after demanding his release from Epic, Giles signed to Rockefeller in 2001 and released his third studio album, Come Home With Me, the following year. It reached uh, platinum status. I wish that relationship would have worked out a lot better than it did. Well, we all know what happened there. That was a go home for Cam. <laughs> and also contained Cam's highest charting singles to date, Oh Boy and Hey Ma, which peaked at 4 and 3 on Billboard 100, respectively. His fourth solo album and final release on Rockefeller, Purple Haze, was released in 2004 to critical acclaim and commercial success, being certified gold. After separating his label Diplomat Records from Rockefeller in 2005 due to disagreements between himself and label head Jay-Z, which is untrue. Cameron signed the label to a distribution deal with Asylum Records. In 2006, Cam released his fifth studio album, Killer Season, which contained a film of the same name, in which Cam made his director-screenwriter debut and starred as the main character. 2009, after taking a long hiatus due to his mother's death, Cam returned to music and released his sixth album. Due to her health. Huh? Due to her health, not her death. Don't I do said that. health. I said death? Yeah. Oh, my fault. I'm Don't do say the big homie Virgie like that, yeah, man. Yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> Cam returned to music and released his sixth album, Crime Pays. It reached number three on Billboard 200. That's I just want to say, so when he took his hiatus and came back, right? Mm. Remember he made the video be out there? Summer? Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't. <laughs> it definitely I was wasn't. so disappointed in Cam. Three years. Like niggas stood out there in some flip flops, about some boxes and a beater in front of a pool yeah. in Arizona, and was like, "It's about to be a hot summer." And it, it definitely wasn't. wasn't. So, but I digress. Cam, it was a real cold summer that summer. You said it was supposed to be hot. That was one of the first like uh, viral moments, right? That was, he was vlogging. That was when he was beefing with Fifth. If I'm not mistaken, right? Mm -hmm. Crime Pays came out. What's Curtis on? That Crime Pays? Nah, yo, Crime Pays is fucking that bullshit with, um... I think that's when him and Vado started getting close. If I'm not mistaken. Curtis wasn't on here? I can't remember anything off Crime Pays right now. It ain't. Cookies and apple juice. Oh, okay, I remember that shit. I like that song. I did too. <laughs> oh nah, Crime Page was cool. This had Get It in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooking yeah. up. Alright, so what the fuck is, was Are there Curtis songs on? with Vado on there though? Nah. Okay. You know him and Vado had like whole albums together. Yeah. Alright. Huh? 
Votto is another guy, man. Like, the guy should have been really been at a certain level in the rap game because his relationships are ridiculous. Yeah, like, but Cam is another. He's like fucking Coach K and P. Because you got to think, Votto was running around with Jay Mills mm-hmm. when Jay Mills was battling, like that MH most hated shit. He's with Cam. The nigga signed to Khaled now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, nah, he got his own shit now. Because he be rocking them stupid-ass chains on the show. Oh, so he's not with We the Best No More? No, I don't think right. so. What? The thing about Votto is you a habitual ship jumper. So I think it's hard for niggas to I don't know what happened with him and Cam. Yeah, like, I don't know either. And Votto makes good fucking music. Was that more of a Cam was guiding this shit and it worked out for him? Because he, he hasn't had the same success on his own. I don't know. So I don't know if Cam was just helping him out because he's a Harlem dude. Because I remember they had the whole UN shit where Cam was trying to bring that whole... What? Diplomats too and shit. Yeah, that didn't work. They had some good shit because I heard the UN tape. And I was like, damn, this shit's pretty fucking good. Is but, there anything in specific you want to get into about Cam? Because this shit looks like T.I. wrote it. And uh, I'm not doing all that shit. We can get straight shit. to the discography. Go straight to the discography. It's, it's not right. a lot, so. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll do Diplomats, too. So, uh, for Cam, we got Confessions of Fire, SDE, Come Home With Me, Purple Haze, Killer Season, Crime Page, Purple Haze 2. What's your favorite Cam solo album? Come Home With Me. Why? That was... That was when I really first started getting into Cam real heavy. Really? Like, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I've heard Confessions yeah, yeah, of Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what it was with Come Home With Me. So when I was 14, I went like a mop. You know, you can't. It was hard to go in the store and get the CDs with the parental advisory shit on if you wasn't a certain age. Well, I my, had a beard and shit. My first two CDs I went and bought like mm. with my own money yeah. were Come Home With Me and Lord Willing. I bought Swag. them shits together That's what's up. Same day So Like and I was On a trip from Florida You probably banged Them shits to death Didn't you So I came back From my trip from Florida Listening to Come Home With Me <laughs> You came back A drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> Like yo At 13 14 years old You had this shit Like shit, Yo you was probably Moving all the bricks In your head yo. <laughs> like, like And he had so Like he had Kanye production On it mm-hmm. Just Blaze production it was classic Rockefeller shit. Yeah. With Cam, and that was when Cam really first came out with the new flow. Niggas wasn't used to Cam. Niggas was used to Cam mm-hmm. more. That's when he came and started slowing it down. Was yeah. come home with me. So, um, mine is Purple Haze. You know, Purple Haze is a classic. It's just too many bangers on that. You know, like that Adrenaline. Um, the Adrenaline Rush. Uh, what's the shit with him and Jim Jones rapping over the uh, the Dope Man beat? Dope Man. Is that what they, that was that what they called it? Or was called it called dope, something man. else? Because what's his name? Cam's cousin mate was making them beats. Uh, the nigga Bang. That was his cousin. Yeah, that's his cousin. Cousin Bang. Cousin Bang. Yeah, Bang did a uh, he did certified gangsters too. That's why I like Bang because I was like he he takes all this old school California shit. Yeah, it's dope, man. And you're right, Bang to do that. Hey. Um, son, this shit is my. Yo, that shit. had fucking uh down and out on there. This shit got get down, killer cam. There's Le- a family ties on there. Leave me alone too. Um, down and out. Um, soap Take him opera. To church. Uh, more reasons. Dope man, family ties is on here. 
Is it uh, what's the album? Bubble music? Ain't bubble music yeah, on bubble there? Yeah, bubble music. Get them girls. Dipset for hour. Shake. Take them to church. Yeah, that was a, that was a joint. Yeah, that was because get them girl was hard. Yeah, he did that. Yo, who's the feature on Sucker or Not? Is that Wayne? Yes. All right, two at the same time, kind of changing faces. Yeah, that is some Wayne shit. <clears throat> like, yeah, he did that shit. That's crazy. What? Get him, girl. Yay produced that. Nah, Schizo. You sure? Schizo? Did, why was Yay? I guess that's when Yay was just running around with him. Because I remember Yay in the video when they Ye were all on the roof. Down and out. That was all he did on it? Yeah, pretty much. This is a lot of. Um, Y'all got a Chad Hamilton beat. Uh, this is Heat Makers. Um, that was when he was more getting out of the Heat Makers. Yeah. Um, pop and Versatile. Bang, schizo, pop and versatile. Traxter. Mm-hmm. Traxter did Adrenaline. I don't know he had Amadeus. No, Kanye did Dipset Forever too. And I know Amadeus, Amadeus did, did take, take him to church. church, yeah. I used to like Amadeus. I don't have any of Alright, so just fell back. Dip yeah, you get a certain amount of money, you're like, man, fuck this shit. Uh Diplomats, we're looking at Diplomatic Immunity, Diplomatic Immunity Two, Diplomatic Ties, uh, More Than Music Volume One. Cameron presents Duke the God Dipset Movement Moves. Dipset More Than Music Volume 2. Uh, and then... Yo, it's mu- I think More Than Music is the one... I don't know if it was one or two where it had that song. I think I might have talked about it before. The Best Out mm. with Hellrell, 40 Cal, uh, J.R. Ryder. Oh, and what's the dude name they used to do what they did the hook on certified gangsters? Bezel. Bezel, yeah. Dipset the best out. Hell real, he fresh out. Mm-hmm. Jones the Koofy Smacker. He bringing them texts out. I know what you're talking about. Yo, them niggas were like some rap. I don't know what happened to them guys. Like uh Cameron QC these niggas. Yeah, cause like Hellrell came on that bitch, I stopped paying for Coke, your bricks on the muscle. Like Gorillas on they bullshit. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> then we get uh, diplomats one, two, three, four, and five. Then what was that new shit they that last shit they put out? Uh, uh, I don't know. It's not on here. Diplomatic ties or something? Oh no, it is on here. Yeah, diplomatic ties, two thousand eighteen. Shit weren't bad. His albums do pretty well too. Like he's got two golds and a platinum. Yep. So, uh, shout out to you, Killer Cam, founder of the Dipset. I started fucking with Cam. Uh, I'll say SDE is where I really started. No, that was when niggas knew he was nice, nice. But fucking 357. Is this Westside Gun video? Gotta be. That's the new one? That's our last sentence? Because that's the fuck. That's his 600. That's YG 600. Damn, niggas just getting red Maybach 600. Yeah, that fucking Allah video look nasty, bruh. I think fucking, it's like uh, Euro step video was hard. I ain't really like that one too much. But um it's too right. short. Wrap this shit up soon. Um Pop Out Boys. Yeah, man. Trill American Heroes this week. Uh the also Pop Out Boys, man. Nominated by Fly Fozzy. Why don't you give him a um a brief so, bio and then I'll Pop Out Boys, this article. uh I got you on the same one as me, the patch. Nah, I got uh yeah, I am patch. Go ahead. Alright, so Oh is it more than one? No. I got Bedstock crew pop out boys so, busted after rapping about credit cards. Pop out boys, they were uh crew of niggas in New York. You know what the big thing in New York is? Uh scamming. Mm. Niggas like scamming. I thought swiping. it was more of a West Coast thing. 
I don't. It might have been back in the day. Okay. But I know now, like it's a New York thing, heavy. Like it should. All them people can find it. Like yeah. niggas is swiping like a motherfucker up there. So, like these niggas basically was doing a lot of shit, and then they, like a lot of these young dumb niggas get to rapping about it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how they got caught up. So, look at all these fucking cards. Right. These niggas got caught like. So you know what really got them caught up? Mm. They purchased more than a quarter million dollars worth of shit from Barney's on these stolen cards. I don't know if it was one time mm-hmm. or what, or how they did it, but the shit was was nuts. It's like four. They arrested like forty niggas mm-hmm. total. Like they had a song called "For a Scammer." Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro, like. All right, let me get into it. Yeah. Uh, local rap crew was busted this week for running a massive credit card fraud and larceny scheme. 39 members and associates of Pop Out Boys, many of them teens from Bed-Stuy, allegedly purchased dozens of strangers' credit card info for, on the deep web, then used the stolen info to manufacture fake credit cards and purchase more than $250,000 in swag from Barney's. Uh, earlier this year, Pop Out Boys rap group released uh, For a Scammer, a song about all the dirty things a lady would do to get with the credit card scammer. <laughs> I might have to let that shit rock for a minute. Hold on. Oh, hold on a second. I got it. Free to Pop Out Boys, man. Oh, they home. Them niggas are signed to Hunt Show Records. Oh, they the Quavo? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <holy> shit. <laughs> These niggas came home and got lit. <laughs> yeah, I don't imagine you would have got that much time. You don't. That's why niggas is doing it in New York. You get like a couple years. Well, they obviously got some talent. I guess kind of. I guess they was kind of ahead of the sound, huh? Yeah, got some You know talent. what I'm saying? Like, I can dig it. I ain't pay that um, much attention to that, to that music. I might have to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Police, uh, okay. Okay. When NYPD cops raided homes tied to the scheme located for the most part in Bed-Stuy's 79th and 81st precincts, they found a treasure trove of equipment used in connection with manufacturing of forged credit cards, including a card printer, multiple embossers, a tipper, and card re-encoders, according to the DA. This is nuts. Young niggas, bro. That scam shit is like... Damn, it's way different than it used to be back in the day. They got all them niggas' names and shit. That's the thing, though. They these aren't dumb people. They not because you can't be a dumb nigga fucking around on the deep web. You feel me? <laughs> At all. Just think if they'd have took some of that shit. That'd be the thing I think about it. Like yo, these people that committed these crimes took actually took some of the just the the knowledge and their talents and did something legal with it mm-hmm. they'd be millionaires true like it's, it's true so. because the thing about it is the fact that they know how to do all of that 
credit card companies will pay you to be the security team to help that type of shit not happen. Why do you think I'm going to do cybersecurity? Like, my man, when my man took it, my man, uh, forgot the damn dude name, white dude I used to hang with back in the day. But he told me there's a class called ethical hacking. Mm-hmm. They have to teach you how to hack. Yep. To know how to you have build to know firewalls how to do and shit. shit. Yeah. So he was like, yo, that's all part of the game. Like, if you can learn how to, like, I'm telling these dudes all the time, like, yo, if you can learn to break into the shit, go get an A-plus certification. Yep. And they'll hire you to fucking be security. Uh, MVP of the week, sir. MVP of the week. Because I think this shit will roll out for, for the two of them somehow, yo. Say Tori and Meg, man. They just stole the cake this week. It's, this, there's some rollout attached to this, bro. Right. I just don't believe the story's too weird, too goofy. We're gonna hear a song from the two of them in the next few weeks. Cause why else are they hanging together if they not dating or some shit? Mm. They working on music. I could mm. definitely see Tori and Meg on the track together. My MVP of the week is Daylight. So, <sighs> me and Fonzie, uh, we got plans to do a new podcast on the wave. It's gonna be about battle rap. Thought we were gonna do it today. We are not gonna do it today because <laughs> I don't fucking feel like it. So what we are going to do though is recap Gnome Ten. Um, yes, we both yes, watched yes. it live. We was hitting each other up, watching it live. I think you were more focused than me, because like that kind of shit. I I get the sense from what happened the other day that you like to just be in your moment and like leave me the fuck alone. So kind of what I did was. <sighs> What I did was I had my iPad with it on the iPad. Yeah. I had one earphone popped in, mm-hmm. talking to the wife, watching TV, got you. tweeting. Got you. So yeah. I was kind of... Yeah, you all over the place. I was just down here um, playing... Did you get it on there? Were yeah, you able yeah, to get yeah. it on? Oh. Yeah. I was playing Gran Turismo. I had it going on here. So you can definitely multitask and shit. But I was also geeking. Like, I wanted to talk about that shit. <laughs> but um, I was sitting in there like... Because when you hit me about the first one, the Jada Nightwing and Fonz, I yeah. put it on. It was like, oh, shit, I forgot it is 5 o'clock. You know, I really, I was like, I ain't going to turn it right on at 5 because I know they're not going to get into the good battles. Did you uh, Did you see the Fonz? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who'd you have coming out in that one? Neither one of them, really. I know. That's why, like, even the judges <laughs> said it. Neither one of y'all niggas rapped. Yeah, they for just t- ain't had They ain't had that energy, yo. So... And it's like, I've seen Jaden Nightwing shit before. I've never really gotten the funds too much. Yeah. So I've, I knew I knew what to expect from Jaden Nightwing, his Samoan shit, and I wasn't impressed with it. I'm, normally, I am impressed with his shit, but this what time happened, I wasn't. What happened to uh, John John? Did he get COVID or something? Yes. Okay. Apparently. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Ill Will doesn't believe him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't have, I don't have John John backing out of a battle for some bullshit. Right, you know what I mean. John John has been on a run yeah. since he threw uh, Jack Boy's chain. Just seen that he been uh, on a he like been on a tear, like he's like because I think what happened was he battled Twerk at a resolution. Yeah, twerk, and a lot of niggas were saying up. Twerk was tying him up, what? so I think he he like I just let this new nigga get me. Mm-hmm. So John John went on like it's like I tell niggas every few years you got these certain battle rappers. They go. They just start wilding for their respect, like and they, they just start tying all these like new niggas years, right. Bro. Like Suge did that shit like a year and a half, two years ago, mm-hmm. where he was just battling all these new niggas and giving them the blues. It's like, nigga, I am who I am. You gotta remember that at the end of the day. Yeah. But like, so I really, I wanted to see John John and Ill Will. That was one of the ones I think. I think that was gonna be just as good as Tay Rock and Daylight. Ill Will, not the nigga with the fade, is he? 
Nah, he yeah, I think he did have it back in the day. What's who did? You no, know, Will is the nigga that battled daylight when they both had the ski mask on. Cause no. Will is another ski mask one. Okay, so it was somebody. Um, Briz gave the blues to that had a fucking fade and like a Oakland, Oakland joint. I don't know. Anyway, um, run down this card here. Was that Young Ill? Yeah, that might have Young been. Young Ill, yeah. Okay. Um. Mike P and Saga. Like, so uh I was expecting way more from Saga. Really? I knew Mike was this gonna my come first with the time shit. Saga. I knew Mike was coming with it. Because yeah. Mike's Mike been waiting rap. to get on a he's been waiting to get on a big event. Dude, they had a whole campaign on Twitter, mm-hmm. like bring back main stage Mike. Because he got a couple like bigger events mm-hmm. and then Smack just kept putting them on the small room shit. So even twerking all of them was like, yo, main stage Mike, like he deserves a shot, you feel what I'm saying? He deserves to be on one of these cards with somebody, mm-hmm. battling somebody for real. So I think Smack was like, I'm going to put him on Gnome, call it a day. And it's Saga's first first time. Yeah. But from what I was, what Lux said, when I watched the little, uh, after the little recap interview with him and Surf, what Lux was saying was that room was fucking all of them up. Because he was saying, like, the way we heard it on the mic, isn't the way they heard because it's such a big ass room you're hearing the echo and them niggas aren't used to that so if you're hearing if surf said it's i ain't saying there's no excuse for none of them but surf was even like yo when you're talking in the room mm-hmm. he was like you can hear your echo three times yeah he was like so if you're it's rapping studio like come on man it's a television production area uh but you got mike p yeah i got mike p with the 30 saga too many jokes and that last Choked round every was, round that last round was that, that black fuck. lives matter I didn't shit, like that shit I didn't feel like. What are you doing? Time. What's your name, boy? Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is going I was on?" Like, oh man, I know you're not going with this angle, Mike uh, Saga. Like, um, Gotti and Verb, Verb with the thirty. Really? Yeah, man. That was like, cause Verb, Verb is normal. Verb has not rapped like that aggressively in a long time. He's been more laid, but he's trying to yeah, he's trying to Verb. elevate himself into the the Lux. Like, I, I, he said it from the jump. He was like, nigga, top tier versus God tier. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a different nigga. I done stood in front of Moop and Lux. Mm-hmm. And I beat Moop. And niggas, and he had a debatable with Lux. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he after he had, he showed Geechee, like, you can't fuck with me, bro. You're good, but you can't fuck with so me. So what would be left for him? Probably <laughs> day? Huh? Probably day? Yeah. Like, really? That's really all anybody has left is fucking day. Every like, like if you really think about it, I don't know if it's more him or if it's more smack. He just came back to the URL. This yeah, was his first bad. Whatever, back. whatever that hiccup was, it kind of it kind of worked out for him. Because if you think about he it, he came back, and there's a lot of money to be made with. Niggas him, weren't expecting. He he said he like he made a lot. He, like smack had to pay him a lot mm-hmm. because he's one of the few niggas in battle rap that went outside of battle rap and made money and yeah. made a name for it. So like I was. I was on his fucking Facebook page. This nigga was doing shows with Lupe. Oh, like sweet. the fact you're even on that that bill mm-hmm. with that 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 lets niggas know what type of rapper you are. Yeah. Because if niggas are coming to hear Lupe, you can't be on no bullshit and be opening up for him. You gotta kind of your buzz gotta be up there, and you gotta be kind of a little more intellectual than a lot of these niggas is, and he is. Are there ever any ties? Yeah. Like, but that's the thing about battle rap, man. My man said it's 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 always. It's a big, the big thing on it is preference. Yeah, like but whatever style. Like that Tay Rock and Daylight battle. The big thing about having a classic battle was that it was debatable. 
Yeah. If niggas can debate two one either way, mm-hmm. that means you had a classic. Like that shit was classic. Like, like we said it when we was talking. If a nigga said two rock two one rock, I understand that rock might be his preference. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, I felt two one daylight. And I'm not saying rock got killed. But you, I think daylight was just rapping back. But you don't feel like that applies to Geechee and Verb. You think nah. Verb thirty though? Yeah, because Geechee was just. I can't do that. Because the thing Geechee, about Geechee, though. my thing with Geechee is Geechee has to find a different angle. Like, he can't Does comp he really? and crip real nigga his way out of every battle. Does he really? Though? Yeah, because that shit didn't work with Surf. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you can't real nigga you can't real nigga everybody to death. Mm. Like, and I said that, I was talking, like, Geechee was mad at me on Twitter because he was talking about something. I was like, nigga, Surf just killed you last night. Mm. The fuck are you talking about? He like, man, go suck surf dick. Over there, he got his own Twitter. Nah, nigga, I'm talking to you. Like, you lost last night. Talk about when, when, when do I get at oh, home? Fonzie out here inside. This nigga said, Twitter when did I say He said, when did I say when did, when do I get a title fight at home? I said, how you gonna get a title fight at home when surf killed you last week? Uh. He like, nigga, go suck surf dick. <laughs> Alright, whatever, bro. You still lost. Like right. I even had to tell him, you mad because I'm saying you lost. Yeah. You just be mad <laughs> but I, I still can't do my man Geechee like that. But that's that. what I Joe said. Him. Joe said these battle rap niggas are yeah. real fucking emotional. I'm gonna give him a I'm gonna give it two one verb. That's <laughs> <laughs> cause Geechee my man. Because I was just like, yo, like when Verb came out there and he had on the Cardinals jersey mm-hmm. and the hat, I was like, Oh, I already know what verb we about to get. Mm-hmm. We getting Old school verb. We not getting vegan. He said it. I'm not. I'm not. It's not vegan verb. I'm with all the beef. Like I was like, we not getting vegan verb right now. Um, daylight Tay Rock. I mean, it's really no point in even talking about that one. Bad with a year, unless somebody else comes. Yeah. Unless Lux battles daylight, but I I feel like that shit is gonna flop. But that's just me. Um, but, Lux and daylight. And then um, Lux and Surf. That shit Lux, really ain't nothing that, to talk about. It was like yo. I think the whole vibe of the event kind of threw that bad off because, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't find out they weren't going to have a crowd until, like, a few days before. Mm-hmm. So, like, Surf really didn't want to do it in the small room. He was like, yo, I want this, like, a big stage. Like, when they was in the press conference, he was like, this is a, a big stage battle. This is a main event. This yeah. is... So... Like, like I told, like I posted, I said, "Yo, Surf lost, but it ain't like Lux killed him either." Like when Lux got to that preaching shit in the third round, I'm like, "Oh God!" Like yeah. I, I, was, I knew this was coming, but nah. But that, um, nigga, you still had that shit, right? Nah, you bodied him. Like if Surf, shit. Surf second. If Surf could have got all three of them rounds off without fucking him up, choker, choker. That would have been a great battle because Lux even said it after the fact. Lux was like, "Yo." I think when a lot of niggas go back and watch it on YouTube or whatever later, mm. they gonna realize Surf was talking some shit to me. Can you go back and watch no. it on caffeine? No, no, okay. I don't know how to. Okay. Like Joe Buttons, they have to actually go back in and play it, cause Joe said he was talking to Lux on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He was saying that I guess they went. He went back and watched them, but what they'll do is go back in and stream it again the next day. Oh, okay. So, so that's the only way. Shit. But they're putting them out. If you don't got the URL app, you're not going to get the same for a minute because the first one comes out on the app. I want to say they said the 22nd. Well, I so, got the app, but that shit is fucked up. I hate you pay that, that $7.99 a month? For no. The URL. no, they got a URL TV app. That's like $8 a month. 
Okay. And that's the exclusive shit. That's where they're gonna drop the battles first. Gotcha. I think they should have just put them on YouTube because they were already. It was a free event, and I also think that's gonna be a big. It's gonna cause confusion as far as the battle rap goes because. Oh, it's already it already is. Because the thing about it is, I know Smack still paying them niggas the same amount. Nah, he's paying them more. Is he? Yeah. The, All right. The, uh, Uncle Ra has a channel, and um. He does a lot of interviews with them because, you know, they won't talk to, like, JBP or fucking Breakfast Club or what. Like, the big, like, Arson. and Some of them will, shit. yeah, but, but um, a lot of them niggas only talking to 15 Minutes of Fame. Yeah. Battle rap. Well, from what I've seen, it's only 15 Minutes of Fame and, and, Ra. and, and fucking Uncle Ra. Uh, so, um, some of them talk to the other ones, the one, DNA's Tooth. He had uh, Beasley on and fucking... Remember I sent you, they got 113. They didn't get 113, but they got a big chunk of the 113. Right. And didn't then, Drake have a hand in that deal? I don't know. But Beasley said because they had that influx of money that they are paying them niggas more and shit. Because it's like, I feel like if niggas would have paid for that event to watch that, niggas would have been pissed. But they also said they got to start finding niggas for choking and shit, or they not. Then what he said was like something. He gonna start taking, yeah, he gonna start yeah. taking money from niggas, which I understand. But all right, man. Well, I got fucking company, so um, I didn't have a five yet. Anyway, you got five. Mm, I do, so we all can right. wait. You ain't yeah, just do uh, like last week. Me. So um, I did want to do the um, state prop and D block too. Just right. do, we'll just do like. 10 and 10. Uh, maybe 20. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Name. Ooh, that's why they need to have mixtapes on the streaming know, sites, right? bro. Because that state property mixtape that came out before yeah. the movie yeah. and the album. That was fire. That was the one. Um, sometimes you can still find songs like that because people will have them on playlists. Like, see, Spotify is good for that. Yeah. Like, Spotify, you can find shit that niggas post on YouTube. <laughs> All right, whole but about that. episode 23, we appreciate y'all. Um, playlist 20 coming soon. State prop, D-Block playlist, 50 Cent T.I. playlist out right now. Factcheckpodcast.com. And we out this bitch.